Welcome to St. Louis, Nolan Arenado. Game one of the series ended with a bang by Arenado. Anybody who's listening to this really knows that. But what was up with the rest of the series? Let's break down what went right and what went wrong and what just didn't work. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Birds on the Bat podcast. My name is Brandon Nemitz. Well, we have another series under the books. It was against the Brewers this time, uh, division rivals, and, well, sadly, we did lose two of three, but we took game one, and that was a very important game to take, because honestly, if Nolan Arenado did not come through there, uh, we might have been looking at a sweep. So let's just immediately get into game one. Let's get into this breakdown. It was Wayno versus Burns. Uh, Cardinals won this one 3-1. to one. Gallegos got the win. He's now 2-0 and with a 0 ERA. Rasmussen got the loss. He's 0-1 with a 22.5 ERA, or at least after this game he was. And then Reyes got the save. Goldschmidt was out due to lower back tightness. I was a little bit worried, but it didn't end up meaning anything. He was back for the next game. Burns and Wayno both looked very good, and the Brewers struck for a run in the top of the third thanks to a botched pickoff attempt at second by Wayno that went under the glove of Dylan Carlson. And, you know, speaking of Dylan Carlson, he made some nice plays in center. Uh, I'm sure everybody remembers that game one over-the-shoulder catch with bases loaded in the top of the first. Uh, That was clutch. Dylan Carlson, great job. Hopefully he keeps it up especially defensively, because, wow. Nobody scored from the bottom of the third to the top of the seventh due to Burns dropping absolute dick and Wayno also pitching pretty well. I would say Burns definitely pitched better than Wayno, but Wayno still pitched really well. He kept it a one nothing ballgame for most of the week. Uh, the Brewers took out Burns to start the seventh for whatever reason, and they put in this dude Yardley, who's throwing 73-mile-an-hour Frisbees out there. Uh, I don't know what the Brewers were thinking. If uh, Burns kept on pitching, they would have won that game, like, definitely. But he didn't keep on pitching, and because of that, Yardley gives up a single to Yachty, a double to Carlson that puts runners on second and third. Then he walks Justin Williams, gets us bases juiced. No Neal comes up and gets a little bit of an infield single, thanks in large part to the uh, shift the Brewers were running, and Colton Wong being taken out of second base there. So, cards tie it up 1-1 after 7, and Gallegos throws the 8th and gets out of it without any drama. I love Giovanni Gallegos, guys. Uh, He's looking so good so far this year. Again, ZRA is 0. He's looking... Fantastic. I don't think that he's let on many base runners even, so good for him. Then Rasmussen came in uh, for the Brewers in the eighth. He got Edmund out, then he walked Austin Dean, and you don't walk Austin Dean because Nolan Arenado, he gets a two-run go-ahead bomb. That's his second of the year. It makes it a 3-1 ball game. He extended his hit hitting streak to seven games. 
And then top of the ninth, Reyes came in. He get, he got the save without too much to worry about, and the Cardinals took game one and the home opener. Good for the Cardinals. That was a fun game to watch. Uh, moved along very quickly. And let's move on to <laughs> much sadder games. Start with game two. It was Carlos Martinez versus this Adrian Hauser dude. Hauser ends up getting the win. He's now 1-1 one one with a 1.8 ERA. Martinez took the loss. He's 0-2 with the 6.3 ERA, but this was not Martinez's fault. The Cards trailed the entire game. The first inning involved a lot of luck for the Brewers. There was a ball hit off Martinez. Yelly uh, stole a bag with, on a potential strike him out, throw him out situation that would have ended the inning. Lots of weird stuff going on in this game, and I think that would carry on to game three. Martinez actually did pitch pretty well. He had five innings pitched, only gave up three earned runs, and two of those came off in a Visayel Garcia homer in the fifth. So really, he could have left with one run charged to him uh, if Garcia did get a hold of that last one. Justin Williams then got hit by a, a ball in fair territory to end the sixth, which just absolutely killed the Cardinals' momentum. That stuff sucked because the Cardinals were rallying. It was looking like they were going to have a chance to come back in this game. And then Justin Williams hit by a ball uh, off Tommy, or well, Tommy Edmond hit the ball. And it was looking like it was going to be a double down the line. Instead, it hits Williams, ends the inning, Cardinals threat uh, destroyed. So that sucks. The bullpen also struggled. Uh, the Brewers scored four and or five in the seventh, thanks to Tyler Webb giving up four, and Andrew Miller giving up. Uh, or sorry, yeah, Miller Miller gave up two. Sorry about that. In point two innings pitched, both of them threw point two innings, and Webb now had a fourteen point seven three ERA. Miller had a 7.36 ERA, and actually, I believe he still has a 7.36 ERA. Yeah, it was, it kind of sucked. Five runs in the seventh, a run in the eighth. Cardinals really couldn't do anything, it seemed, to get the Brewers out. Then Woody and Helsley, uh, Woody pitched the uh, eighth and ninth, Helsley pitched the sixth. Uh, they were really good through a combined 2.2 innings pitched. Uh, Helsley threw one of that. Woodford threw 1.2 of that. Woodford, 4.5 ERA. This was the last appearance that he would have before being sent down. I honestly didn't mind him. Helsley's got a 9.64 ERA. I mean, that's not quite where we need it to be. But, I mean, it's Ryan Helsley. He had a bad outing. He's going to lower that ERA as much as he can. The Cards rallied in the eighth again, scoring three mainly thanks to an Austin Dean two-run blast. It's Austin Dean's first home run of the season. Uh, pretty excited about that. And then Nolan Arenado in this game, he extended his hitting streak to eight games. Oh my goodness. And overall thought on this game... The Pens struggled a lot, six earned runs and four innings pitched, and the Cardinals lost because of it. Without that, the Cardinals win 5-3. to three. 
So the bullpen, which has been pretty good, except for a few blow-up appearances this season, if they pitch well here, the Cardinals get the dub and the series dub. So bullpen really matters. Let's move on to game three, which was probably the most unwatchable game. Uh, Ponce de Leon versus Anderson. Cardinals lost 9-3. Anderson got the win. He's now 1-1 one one with 4.5 ERA. Ponce took the L. He's now 1-1 one one with an 11.37 ERA. Uh, before the game, O'Neal was moved to the 10-day IL. Thomas replaced him. And then Woodford got optioned for Oviedo to come up. Yeah, Ponce was not good today. He had 1.1 innings pitch, six hits, four walks, seven earned runs, and two homers given up. And 1.1 innings pitched, it was tough for Ponce de Leon. It was 7 nothing after, uh, like, the top of the second. And then I was like, all right, well, we're not really going to be able to pay attention to most of the rest of this game because this is unwatchable. Austin Dean also missed a ball at the wall that if he caught it, uh, the cards get out of the first with minimal damage and move on, I think, to be able to compete in the rest of the game. It's just that led to a lot of runs being scored, and that really took the Cardinals out of the game. Johan Oviedo, he was a shining spot. Uh, again, he just got optioned up today. He was awesome in his first game on the roster for the season. Uh, 4.2 innings pitched, two hits, two walks, zero earned runs. Without him, this game drains our bullpen for the upcoming series against the Nationals. Uh, and he also got an RBI. <laughs> he scored Dylan Carlson, which was awesome. Johan Oviedo pretty much saved the next few games for the Cardinals by just coming in and doing his job. He threw a lot of good innings and yeah, can't ask for anything else from Johan Oviedo. Good work. Austin Dean, he's got a 905 OPS. He scored on a two or he scored two on a two RBI double in the sixth. Hicks still has yet to let up a run and Tyler Webb, his ERA went down to 12.46. Uh, after this game, they combined for two innings pitched and no runs in the 7th and 8th. Hicks threw 1.1 of that, and Webb came in through the final two out to the 8th. The Cards also threatened in the 8th, but couldn't score anybody, which pretty much ended the game, because at that point it was a 7-3 game. And, you know, four runs in one inning, that's a tall order especially against the Brewers' bullpen. And the Cardinals didn't even see Hayter or Williams today, which is just terrifying. Uh, they didn't see them all series. I am not happy with how that went, because what happens when we do have to face them? Cabrera, he's got a 4.76 ERA. He threw the ninth and gave up a long ball to Pena. That was a complete dagger. At that point, I was like, oh, geez, because now it's a 9-3 game, and that, the, the game was over. Arenado, he's got a, nine point, or a .947 OPS. He's got a nine-game hit streak. Oh, my goodness. He has a hit every single game with the St. Louis Cardinals. Good for him. And, yeah, 
Ponce Leon is the reason we lost that game. Uh, he took us out of it, and he'll have to be better if we want to do well uh, this season. We need a solid five-man rotation. Hopefully, KK is coming back for the Phillies series, and hopefully Michaelis comes back at some point soon so that the Cards can have that scary five-man rotation and move on to be definite competitors in the NL Central. So what are some overall takeaways from the series? Carlson, he's got an 866 OPS. He needs to be hitting higher. They had him hitting sixth in the last two games of the series. What are you doing, Cardinals? If he's hitting fourth, then he's he's going to see a lot better pitches, which is going to mean that he is going to mash even more than he has been already. Carlson has been awesome. We also need more production from the outfield right now. Uh, maybe Lane Thomas and Austin Dean can get us going there. Austin Dean, he's been hitting the ball really well. Again, 905 OPS. And Lane Thomas, he's supposed to have a pretty good bat, so maybe those two plus Carlson can be a really solid outfield, at least until Bader comes back. DeYoung, he's got a 553 OPS. He needs to get out of the middle of the order right now. He's such a streaky guy. <sighs> I don't know what to do with him. Maybe hit him sixth after maybe a Carlson four, Molina five, DeYoung six. Maybe DeYoung can get something going then, but it's just not working. Paul DeYoung really struggling at the plate ever since his two home run game. He has not been the same. So we need to watch out for him. Matt Carpenter is getting ridiculously unlikely. They're unlucky. I definitely think he'll break through sooner or later, whether that be against the Nationals or in this uh, Great American Ballpark, which is definitely a smaller ballpark in Philly. We're going to have to hope against hope that Carp uh, can come through and start hitting and getting on base because if Marp's getting on base, why not play him? He's been hitting the ball so hard. I really, really, really am rooting for Matt Carpenter. And then the Brewers are probably, I mean, they're the real deal. We need to beat them a lot this year to win the division. We knew that the Brewers were probably the second best team in the division going into the year. I would say this probably confirms it, especially, I mean, we'll we'll go over this in the next segment, but with what happened to the Reds, yikes. Uh, yeah, it's going to be Cardinals and Brewers at the end of the year. And whoever beats up on the other team is going to win the division. So hopefully the Cards can figure their shit out and beat the Brewers. Because once the Cardinals are beating the Brewers, the Cardinals are really guaranteed to win the NL Central. So that was the Brewers series recap. Uh, now we're going to move on to the next segment around the rest of the division in one minute. So I'll be going over all the NL Central results, uh, any big news from the NL Central, and I will do it all in one minute. So let's get going. The Cardinals, or the Cubs, who are 4-5, and five, lost the series to the Pirates, who are 3-6, and 2-1, which is about the funniest thing that I think I'll say all year. And the Cubs and Pirates are now 500 against each other, 3-3. Three three. Fuck the Cubs. They suck. 
The Reds, who are now 6-3, and three, played the Arizona Diamondbacks, who are now 4-6 and six in Phoenix. The Reds took the first game, but the D-backs stormed back and took the next two in blowout fashion. In the current standings are the Reds are 6-3, and three, the Brewers and Cardinals are 5-4, and four, both one game back. The Cubs are 4-5, and five, they're two games back, and the Pirates are 3-6, three, three games back. That was around the rest of the division in one minute. Woo! <laughs> Feels good to do that. Uh, next segment, we're going to be going over some awards because there are some standout performances in every series. And again, we have one award for an offensive player, one award for a pitcher. We're going to tally up who gets the most awards and they will be pretty much the team MVP. <laughs> so we'll see. The first award I'm going to give out is the Fine Wine Award. It's going to Yadier Molina. 5 for 11. He hit for a 455 average this series. He had a double. He had two walks. Yadier Molina was looking amazing in the middle of this lineup. Hopefully he can keep it up. I mean, hitting 455 is no joke. <laughs> even over the course of one series. Good for Molina. I call it the fine wine award because like a fine wine, he gets better with age. Oh my goodness. Yadier Molina. Good for him. Keep it up, buddy. We're all rooting for you. And then this next award, I'm going to call the janitor award. It's going to Johan Oviedo. Welcome to the show, Oviedo. Uh, he's 0-0 with the zero ERA. Uh, but that doesn't really tell the entire story. This series, really, just the last game, 4.2 innings pitched, two hits, two walks, zero earned runs in relief. He saved the rest of the bullpen for the next series. Good for Oviedo. I call it the gender award because he cleaned up. He cleaned up everything. He came in there and he was like, well, this this is dirty as fuck. Cleaned up a little bit. And he didn't make anything worse. So, great job, Johan Oviedo. I was thinking of giving it to Matt Carpenter, but Oviedo, I think, had a larger impact on the rest of the season than Adam Wainwright's really solid start did. And with that, we're going to start previewing the Nationals series. Game one, it's Gant versus Strasburg. That's tomorrow night. And this is not an ideal matchup for the Cardinals, but if Maybe they can hit Strasburg early. They definitely have a solid chance. Uh, the Nationals don't score runs, and that's the Cardinals' advantage over them. Game two, it's Flaherty versus a to-be-determined starter. I really like our odds in this one, considering the Nationals still haven't announced a starting pitcher, and we have our ace on the mound. So go Flaherty. And whoever they can find on the streets of St. Louis to pitch for the Washington Nationals, good luck to you, buddy, because the Cardinals should be taking game two. Game three on Wednesday, it's Wayno versus Ross. This should be a very entertaining game. Let's see if Wayno can pull another good start out of his ass uh, to hopefully take the series. I mean, I am really, really, really looking forward to seeing how Wayno does overall this year. He had a really good year last year in the 60-game sprint. Let's see how he does over a full 162. He, he looks like he has some good stuff, and he was showing off some good stuff in spring training. 
we're just going to have to see if that translates to the regular season. So my overall thoughts of this series, uh, the Cardinals should take this series because the Nationals, again, they don't have an offense. They don't score runs. And the Cardinals don't have to face off against Scherzer and Corbin, which is pretty much the best case scenario whenever you're going to play the Nationals. Uh, and I'll take the cards going 2-1 in this one, uh, losing the first game, but taking the next two. I mean, what do I know, though? I thought the Cardinals would win the series against the Brewers, maybe even sweep it. So clearly I was wrong there. We'll see how I do against the Nationals. I also wanted to wish Dexter Fowler a quick recovery from his torn ACL. That sucks, man. We're all rooting for you from St. Louis. Uh, once a Cardinal, always a Cardinal. Uh, really hope that you get better, Dex. And hopefully this isn't it for your career because you've had an awesome career and that would suck for it to end that way. And with that very happy note, I'm going to sign off. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode format. I think I'm going to stick with it for a while. And other than that, uh, I'm excited to see what this team can do in the near future. My name is Brent Nimmons, and you've been listening to the Birds on the Bat podcast. I'll talk to you again either Wednesday night or Thursday morning, depending on when that Wednesday game is. Thanks for listening.